Okay, can you hear me? Wow. Now my wife has skipped out to the washroom. Some time ago, it was prophesied by Pastor Bob that Norma and I would work together in ministry. And the Lord has told me he wants us to do that today. Now, just so you know what's happening with Norma, um, Lynn Campbell came this morning and asked for prayer for her back. She got healed. A few, a few weeks ago, um, she asked Norma to pray for her arthritis. Show them your hands, Lynn. It's gone. It's gone. Now, Norma has all kinds of infirmities, but she's praying for people with infirmities and they're getting healed. So um, bef before we finish today, I'm going to ask Norma to come and pray for people that have things like arthritis and pain in their body or whatever they've got. Now, Pastor Bob kind of busted my bubble here a little bit when he, when he got up and said how the, how the enemy is trying to confuse us. Remember something that you're always in a battle, always, every day, every minute. But remember this too, God is with you. Now, the scriptures say that you're in the middle of his hand, Jesus I'm talking about, and he is in the middle of God the Father. Now tell me, anybody, who could take you out of there? Nada. Nobody. They can't take you out of there. You're there. Now, what God really wants you to know, and I've, I've titled this, What We Have Received. I mean we. I'm included. According to the word, this is your word. Now, I have a pastor that used to say in the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. True, to a, to a certain extent. It's an acronym that really is, is true. This book, okay, everything in it from Genesis to Revelation is what you need to know. Now, if you really understand, you have it now. You have it now. John, first, John chapter 1, verse 12. As many as received him, Jesus, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. He gave you the power. Now, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, it says, As you have re therefore received Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Walk ye in him. In John chapter 1, verse 16, it says, And of his fullness have all, all we received grace for grace. What's happening to us? We don't believe this. Yeah, we say, well, that's nice words. That's okay. But that's for, and you, you've got churches and you've got organizations that are turning around and saying, oh yeah, that was okay for back then. 
Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That word, okay, is infallible. It's infallible. It means what it says. And what we're doing is, and what has happened over the years, and you're not going to like this, is that different Bibles have been created with different words in them that con to confuse the church. And they're buying it. Go ahead, buy it. I don't buy it. I will never buy it because I was taught different. I had a, a mentor who was a prophet of God. He had his finger in the sky, and his, on the finger was written the King James Version. I sent a blog out the other day about, on Facebook about Tyndale. Tyndale was, first of all, he was strangled, and then he was burned at the stake because he translated the Bible into English. You probably learned that in Bible scholars. Bible school. Now, for the law was given by Moses in John chapter 1, verse 17. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And you have received, okay, grace for grace. I got it. My message to anybody that comes near me is you are what he says you are. In the Bible, Amen. he says who you are. Now, some people will call that the faith message, which is true. It is. I've picked up from Smith Wigglesworth, E.W. Kenyon, and Kenneth Hagan. And I've studied their lives, and I've studied what their ministries. And the ministries were, okay, and some people don't buy it, okay? What the word says is real, and you have to accept it. Now, the hardest part is for your heart to accept it because over the years, we didn't go there. We used to say things like, yeah, if it's God's will, you will be healed. Well, let me tell you, if it's God's will, okay, do you think God wants you to be sick? Do you, do you think God wants you to have a disease? Do you think he wants you to have pain? If you're thinking that way, your thinking's wrong. And if you think it needs to have his will involved, okay, his will is involved. By his stripes, we are healed. Period. End of discussion. But here down and deep inside of us, we, we kind of we argue with these things. The devil gets in there and he talks about, well, you can't be healed because, because, because he gives you all kinds of reasons. I want to pray this. This is a prayer out of Ephesians chapter 3. I want to pray. I'm going to read this as a prayer to you. So receive it. A prayer for all of you. Ephesians chapter 3 starting at verse 16, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend all with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Ooh. I said this the other day in the prayer meeting. 
Okay, there was, and, and this is not to brag, don't get me wrong. Okay, because God wants every one of you to walk in this, in the fullness of God. He wants you to walk in it. And you've got it, but you've got to turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. It's here. The Lord is so much with you that you're, you're, you're putting, lim- we're putting, I'm not saying you, we, we're putting limitations on him. The old days in the, in the charismatic renewal, we used to say, we put God in a box. He's not in a box. Because you are walking in him, okay, and in the fullness of him, but you have to accept that. You've got to let it work. When you walk into a room, the lights are not on, right? So what do you have to do? You got to go over to the switch and turn it on. And what I'm telling you to do is turn it on. Listen to these things. Romans 13, 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. The old man doesn't exist anymore. Hey, I ain't here. Jerry's not here no more, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. No, unfortunately, he's not here. You need to be filled. You have the gift, the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled again and again. It's not a one-time experience. Again and again and again and again. Every day, pray in the Spirit. Building up yourself in the most holy faith. Building yourself up in the most holy faith. The Lord has got... I can tell you this from knowing some of you. The Lord's going to turn around and wake you up one day, and you're going to look at, what what happened to me? What did I go wrong? I can go to any church except this one, and they're missing it. And they're missing it because they want to miss it. People have gone this far with the gospel, as Pastor Bob is preaching. They have salvation. They have the baptism in the spirit, and they have healing. They stop there. That's it. There's more. There's more. There's so much more. So much more. Reach out and touch the Lord. Reach out the lady with the issue of blood. She reached out and she touched him, and she got healed. Reach out and touch him. Do you know how much he loves you? He loves you more than you can imagine because it says to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, passes knowledge. You don't know how much he loves you. That you might be, but when you get there, okay, you'll have, you'll be filled with the fullness of God. Oh yeah, I, I, I love this pastor verse. He's just, he's like, he's chomping at the bit almost. By the way, just so you understand what's happening with us, yesterday morning I spent 
an hour or an hour and a half preaching to a church in uh, Pakistan. This pastor got a hold of me. I don't know how. He got a hold of me. He's got a beautiful little church full of little children and old ladies. And they wanted to be, and the Lord touched them. The Lord touched them. He's, I don't know how far that is. What is that, 4,000 miles away? And this little, this pastor is a young man, some like Jamie, all right? And he wants the best for his church. And they're sitting on a dirt floor in Pakistan, waiting on God. And they are so sincere. And you should see these little kids. They got these maraca drums or whatever they got. And they're praying these drums in their worship. And they're singing to God. And he tried to get me to sing a song to them. And I said, no, I ain't going there. Oh, God. I don't, I, my whole heart is, is that the church will wake up. Lord Jesus, I know that you're here. And I know that you hear us. And hear our prayer. Open up our eyes. Lord, let the scales drop from our eyes and help us to see reality. The reality is we are the sons and daughters of God. When you became a new creature, you now have a God nature. That nature is dead. It's gone. It's buried. And the new nature is sitting in Christ beside Father God, he's sitting there. You are seated there in heavenly places. Now that's hard to understand, isn't it? Because in the natural, we're sitting here. How can I be seated up there? Spiritually, you're seated up there. You're not seated here. It's no more I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. It's him in you. Listen, listen, let him, people say, well, I can't hear the voice of God. Okay, let me explain. The voice of God speaks to your spirit. Your spirit is that small, still small voice. Okay, your Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit, and your spirit speaks to you and gives you understanding. I could never understand, I could never understand some of this stuff. I, I was right where where I thought I should be. Norma and I were quite content. We were uh, nominal Christians until I started to go to school. And then I started to be taught by people that were teaching me what I'm, what I'm sharing with you. And then Norma started to read the books. She didn't do the courses. I did the courses. She read the books. Now, we ran out of books from those courses. So now I started reading other books, and I got involved with E.W. Canyon and Smith Wigglesworth and, and uh, Kenneth Hagin. <sighs> Behold, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not, You'll get a lot of people won't like you because they, they, in the spirit, they see what's in you. Now, there are some that will be drawn to you, yes. 
because they see, but there are those that won't because they don't see. Okay, don't cast your pearls before swine. It's useless. It's useless. And then it says, and then it says this, the next verse, beloved, now, N-O-W, are we the sons of God? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. Now, the now. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we will see him as he is. <laughs> Can I get you, this, you know, this is what Bob said this to me once. He said, Jerry, when you talk to people, he says you raise their faith level. Do you know that faith has nothing to do with it? It's what you believe in here. If you believe that my word, if my word abides in you and you abide in my word, ask and you shall receive it. I've got a paraphrase, I got a couple of words wrong there, but it says that in here. Okay. Whatsoever he promised, whatsoever he gave. See, this is what happened with the apostles. They understood this after the day of Pentecost because of, of all the teaching that they had been under for the three and a half years that were with the Lord. So if all of those things are true, that means that any sickness you have, and you don't need to get prayed for. That's another thing that people don't understand. You can pray and ask God. You are just as connected to God as Bob is, or Jerry, or Lillian, or Ron, or anybody. You are just is connected. You don't need, but it's nice. That's what ministry is for. But you don't need to. You can go right into the throne, into the Holy of Holies, stand before your Father God and say, Lord, and bring your prayers and supplications to him. He's your father. He's not your mother. Some people tried to do that a few years ago. Tried to call God a woman. We have power and are overcomers in him. Yes, you have to grow. You got to grow and you got to grow. But you have this now. The potential that's in you is unbelievable. How is the church going to be a church without spot or wrinkle and the gates of hell not prevailing against it if they don't believe what the word says, what God is saying? If they don't believe it, they won't walk in it. But you, there's not one in here, not one in this room, okay, that is not going to be brought into these understandings and get blessed. You're going to walk in the fullness of God. Let him do it. Let him do it. And it says in here, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. I don't care what happens now. I, my fullness is in him. And he showed me how much he loved me. I got away from the Lord. In a, in a vision in the middle of the night, I had two demons come and they were dragging me into hell. 
That's not that many years ago. They were dragging me into hell. And they exist. They're real. I never thought of that. Then I got involved in Emmanuel. And the, and the Lord showed me himself on the cross. All he did was he showed me from about here up. And I'm telling you that he suffered. It's unimaginable what he looked like. It says in the scriptures that he was not recognizable. And he wasn't recognizable. But the next time I saw him, he was standing in an aisle away from me with his hands out like this. And I couldn't understand what he was saying to me by doing that because I never heard anything. But he had his hands out like this. And then I got the understanding of what he was doing, what he was saying. He said, he was, what he was saying to me is, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because I was off the track. Thank God. His mercy was, he gave me his mercy. He gave me so much mercy, it's hard to even explain it. Because he forgave everything. All things began, everything was forgiven. It was washed again, washed away. I was washed clean. And he reestablished me in the ministry, which had started years before. Because Norman and I used to go house to house, praying for people. We saw little children this high, get filled full of the Holy Ghost. We saw, we saw people that were completely pagan get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't, don't look at where people are coming from. Don't look at them. Don't look at their color. Don't look at anything about them. Look at their heart. If God reveals your, their heart to you, then fine. But if he doesn't reveal your heart to you, shut up. Remember something. I'm going to point the finger at somebody. Point the finger at somebody. There's three pointing back at you. So if you're pointing the finger at somebody for some fault that you, they have, the fault that they have is tripled in you. It says, and they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. It says shall, shall recover. And then in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, it says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I wish I could do it. I wish I could just show you the love that God has shown me, show it to you. I wish I could, like, I wish I had a bucket and I could throw it out there on you. And you get soaking wet in the love of God. Let him, let him. When your own prayer time, in your own closet, let him, let him reign with you. Shut this off if you can. Shut this off. Because there's where the battle is, really. Shut it off, okay? And let your mind be renewed. Your mind will get renewed by the word of God as you read and read and read and read and read. I remember a while ago, Della shared that. She said, eat and eat and eat and eat. And for a minute, I couldn't understand. What's she talking about? Eat, eat, eat and eat. What she was talking about, eat the word. Eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word. Let it dwell in you in the fullness of it. The fullness of the word. Is, is, is unexplainable. 
There's so much in that word. When God turned around and said things like, he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. We have sons. How many of us would offer up our son to go on a cross so that somebody else would benefit? Ooh, that's hard to understand, isn't it? Hey, but it's true because that's what he did. And Jesus went willingly. He didn't go. And a lot of people take the, the Garden of Gethsemane in the Bible and they take it while well, he was trying to get out of it. He was not trying to get out of it. He said, nevertheless, thy will be done. Thy will be done. John chapter, I'm going to, and through his name, we can do all kinds of things. Listen to these words. John 16, 23. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Kind of simple language, isn't it? Huh? Hitherto, John 16, 24. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Whoops. First John chapter 5, verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence, verse 14, that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. According to his will, in Isaiah 53, he said he, on himself he took our sicknesses and diseases. That's according to his will. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that all boldness they may speak thy word. Speak the word. Be instant in season and out of season. 